0: Hey, hey, it's Fat Albert. Who remembers that show? I don't. Uh, I just know that that's a saying. Um, and I think it's rude, <laughs> frankly. I mean, do we? does he know we were calling him Fat Albert? Actually, I think hes that's what like his friends called him in the show, so maybe it's not offensive. Um, it's McCarty. That is my first name. Um, it's the first of all podcast, and uh, I am recording alone. Once again, um, Nate is one of those people that says he's too busy to do something, um, because he has one thing to do, you know, we've talked about it multiple times on this podcast, but he he's not actually too busy to record. People just have a hard time, like fathoming that there's actually like, you're awake for like 15 hours a day. And that's like a really long time. Uh, and it really only takes us like 45 minutes total, if that, to record this. So he has time, but whatever. Uh, We don't need them. Uh, We persevere. We continue on. Um, This is the first of all podcast. And uh, we do this every Thursday. We have a Facebook page. That's the best way to get connected to our community. Uh, Like and share, please. We'd really appreciate that. Um, And I'm going to make a mental note to not forget to tell you guys something at the very end of this podcast about um, an update. Um... I'm actually typing it right now. So let's hop right into it. I saw recently that um, the hot and ready pizzas at Little Caesars, um, which are, they used to be $5. It was like Subway and them were having a contest on like who could make the most food for $5. So, I think subway was probably first, and they came up with the uh five dollar foot long, which is just a great campaign and clearly they didn't they were losing money or something because that lasted for like i don't even know two years, and then they like did away with it you know it was like you could get any five dollar foot long any meat whatever whatever combination you wanted you could get it for five dollars then like two years later. It was like, oh, you can only get like these six sandwiches for $5. And it was like nothing anybody wanted. So they must have lost money or they got people addicted to Subway and realized they could charge more and people would still come there. But then at around the same time, Little Caesars also came out with the $5 hot and ready pizzas, which was one of the more genius things the world has ever seen. And... When I when I compare it to like, you know, the invention of the light bulb or uh, the automobile, um, you know, the Wright brothers and, and flying, um, you know, the 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 computer. I also put in that category the five dollar hot and ready Little Caesars pizza, and 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 I'm not going to start a debate on that because. frankly, I don't want to hear it. And I'm going to tell you something. uh, Little Caesars has a very special place in my heart. And for a very specific reason. So, I played basketball in high school. And I'm a very skinny guy. For those that don't know me, I'm very skinny. And, like, I probably haven't weighed more than... I mean, I haven't weighed more than, like, 165 pounds in my life. And... I'm like decently tall, I would say. Like, I'm probably average height. I'm probably, I'm like 5'10 with basketball shoes on. So, I'm like decently tall and then also skinny. So, I look like really tall and lanky, but also very good looking, you know. So, let's not forget that part. Um, but I, when I was in high school, I was like even skinnier than I am now. Um, and before the game, so the way my high school did uh basketball like game days. I, I don't I don't know if this is strange or like different. It seems very normal to me, obviously, because I lived it. But we would have girls JV, boys JV, girls varsity, boys' varsity, all in one night. So we got out of school at 2.15. The girls JV would probably start at like three. And then you just go from like three to like 10 PM just like straight basketball. And what I would do, I didn't really have to be there for, like, the JV games. So I had this, like, routine where after school I'd be starving, like, so hungry. And I would go to Little Caesars, and I would get a $5 hot and ready pizza, and I would eat the entire thing. And I don't know how to describe the size of a Little Caesars pizza, but let's just say at the minimum it's a medium. At minimum, it's like 14 to 15 inches of pizza. And the hot and ready's are cheese and pepperoni. And then I think they expanded to sausage. And then later on in my life, in my adult life, they went to the three meat, which was more than $5, but it doesn't matter. And I would get, I would switch it up. You know, I like variety in my life. We talked about it last episode. I would get cheese sometimes. I would get pepperoni sometimes. It didn't matter. The The point is I ate the whole thing and it was only $5. And I, I couldn't do that now. I, I, one, I couldn't eat that much for sure. I don't eat a lot. I don't eat nearly as much anymore. I, I'm not growing, so I don't need to. Uh, but my metabolism has also slowed down since then. And it's it's to look back and think about me eating these pieces is disgusting. Okay, I don't deny that at all. I don't regret it. But I don't deny it. And I would I would eat it. I mean, I would just... I would vacuum it into my mouth like it was my job. Like it was the only way I was going to play well that night. Like it was the only choice that I had. Maybe it was my last meal. That's what I was eating it like. And I saw recently they changed the hot and ready they actually added a thin crust which okay no one eats thin crust pizza on purpose it's like when you get uh, when you go to walmart and you get like the frozen pizzas which uh, some of them are quite good i'm not even gonna deny that uh and and it um when you open the box it comes on like a little cardboard thing that's what thin crust pizza is You know, you throw those cardboard things away, they pick them out of the trash, put sauce, cheese, some toppings, and then they just repackage it in the box and they call it thin crust. That's what you guys don't know. All those little saucer cardboard circles that you were throwing out, that's the thin crust pizza right there. And I know that none of you guys are eating it on purpose. I know you're not. And the only reason you would eat it on purpose is because you think, because it says thin crust, that somehow that's dieting on pizza. It's eating diet pizza. And it's not. It's definitely not. Uh, so this commercial said the the uh, thin crust was only available as a hot and ready item from 4 to 8 p.m. Okay, And you had to pay attention to the commercial pretty closely to see that very specific detail of information. I don't know why they made it so small because that's actually a very important detail that like they're going to piss a bunch of people off essentially. People are going to show up at 11.30 expecting to get their hot and ready pizza so they can go and share it with their colleagues and only have to pay 75 cents each. And they're not going to have them. They're not going to have the cardboard cut out pizza they're not gonna have it because it's only available as a hot and ready item from 4 to 8 p.m now why would they do that why if if they are making the item clearly they think there's a demand for it so let's just have it all day i mean you're not even using that much dough or cardboard you know i mean just just have three or four of them in the microwave or whatever the heck you call it. And just, you know, just have them ready. It's a shame really. And I hope they never get rid of the hot and ready's. I actually think they're more than $5 now. It's like when Subway decided to go up, little Caesar's like, Hey guys, okay. We were in this together. We're staying together. And then they added, you know, they added some to their price too. That made me think about my, uh, my high school cafeteria. Actually, really, like, my whole schooling career. So I went to public school my whole life. I'm very proud of that, actually. Um, Like, I'm a very intelligent, smart young man. And I think it's important to note that I went to public school my whole life. And there's nothing wrong with public school. I will go to my grave saying it. I just want that to be known. Um, Regardless, one of the things that they make fun of public school about is their food options and I grew up on that stuff okay I had it five days a week for 12 years of my life from five years old till I was 18 and I loved it I really did I I didn't know any different you know when you're when you're when you're eating you know mass-produced fish sticks for 500 people a day. And then afterwards you're eating little Caesar pizza. Your standard for food is pretty low, obviously. So if I had to rank my top three favorite foods at my, from like throughout my college or my um, public school years. And and I can say like, I can group all those years together because I was in the same school system and 100% they ordered the same food for every school. Because I went through kindergarten, I went through four schools. So I had elementary school at one, intermediate school, stupid concept, doesn't exist anymore, middle school, and then high school, and every single school had the same options. I want to say they were on the same menu, like the same rotation. I swear they were. And you guys remember lunch numbers? I, I hope everybody in their life had a lunch number. I did. I had the same one every year for 12 years. It's actually the last four digits of my social security number. So good for me to remember that. Um, And there's always those people that like forgot it and then you had to get a new one. It's like, how do you forget that? You Use it every day. It's been the same since you were in kindergarten. I could remember it when I was five years old. I think I remembered it. I don't know. Maybe they wrote it on the back of a name tag or something. Anyway, I think fish sticks was number one. I don't know why they were so good, but. They're not the kind you get at, like, Walmart that are, like, hard and very brown. These are, like, very light-colored. I want to say fluffy is a good word for them. They, and they had, like, real fish in them. You could, like, see the fish inside. I mean, they weren't, like, alive. But, like, you could tell that there was, like, real fish meat in there. Um, and they were just, like, delicious, dude. I don't know why I love them so much, but I used to get so hyped when we had those. I remember in like elementary school, the best was when we had pizza days. But then in high school, I didn't really love it as much. So I don't know why I liked it so much when I was in elementary school. Um, they had these things called beef cutlets. <laughs> just like, I mean, I knew what cutlets were when I was in school, but that's a word that never gets used outside of public schools. And it doesn't mean anything. It's just like a fancy way of saying like a slab of beef that they cut up and fried. Those are really good. Um, let's see, number three. This got me like reminiscing hardcore on the stuff that we Oh dude, they had this stuff. <laughs> Again, a word I've never said post school. <laughs> this thing called Turkey Tetrazini. Tetrazini. What is that? It's like a knockoff version of the video game Tetris. Or like a miniature version of it. Yeah, turkey tetrazzini, which is like essentially um, chicken alfredo, except it was with turkey. And somehow it was tetrazzini. I don't even know what that word means. Um, But that was really good, too. It had a good flavor. It actually did. And back in the day, man, you could get whatever you want. You know, that was before the like, I want to say it was like a um, Michelle Obama initiative. Like everybody gets free lunch. And it was like very regulated after that. So mine wasn't regulated. You know, you just, like, got what you want, and then you paid, like, per item. And we even had, like, a breadsticks bar. We had a salad bar. We had french fries bar. And they had chicken tenders, too. You could get all those things. Like, you could pay for them extra. But, like, with your, you know, your everyday meal, um, you got, like, a meat, and then they had vegetables. And you got a carton of milk. Um, And I think that was it. It may look like it's a dessert. I can't remember. But if you didn't want the vegetables, you could just get like two meats, you know? Or if you like didn't want the meat, you could just get like a salad and then some vegetables. Nowadays, my dad still works in the school system and he said it's like so regulated. Like you have to get, even if you're not going to eat it, you have to get like a meat and two vegetables and the milk. Even if you're not going to eat it and you just throw it away. It's, it's extremely wasteful. It's actually really sad. Um... So I, I went to the grocery store uh, a little while ago. And so on my car, I bought it from a uh, friend of mine in New Jersey. His name is Mike. Uh, Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, funny thing about Mike is Mike looks Arabian uh, or or some kind of like Iraqi, something like that. And uh, I, w- I don't want to say Middle Eastern because he doesn't look Middle Eastern. He like very specifically looks like some sort of like Arabian or Iraqi, something like that. And like, he knows that he told me that. And I was like, I wasn't going to say it, but yes. And, uh, but he's white. He's like 100% white. And I don't know why, like his mom and his dad's genes like form together to make him look so different. But he like jokes about it all the time. Anyway, that's a side note about Mike. Um, and Mike was in the military. And I bought this car from him. He actually, like, want, his family, like, totally bailed me out. I made a horrible decision on buying my first car. It lasted, like, nine months. And then literally, like, imploded and wouldn't function anymore. And it's in a junkyard, like, as a metal cube now. So screw that car forever. Um, And I needed a car desperately. And I wasn't, like, having any luck looking around, Um, going to, like, used car dealerships. And dudes named Leo and Frank. We were trying to sell me cars. they like they don't even have any teeth and they want me to buy a car from them. So you can imagine how you know car used car buying in New Jersey goes. Anyway, Mike uh, has a wife and kids, but his kids are young and then they had this third car. so they had two cars, one for him, one for his wife and they had this other car. and they weren't really driving it like there was no reason for them to have it really and it was like perfectly fine. And it had like two repairs and he was like, I'm willing. To do the repairs, and then you know, I'll just charge you like a little bit more, uh, and you'll basically like only pay for the repairs. And that's essentially what he did. So he like kind of just gave me the car for like stupid cheap, and it's a great car. What's interesting about the car is on the side of it, it has a, a Marine sticker, and then it also has a Wounded Warriors sticker on it. And multiple times in my life, since I've had this car, I don't, I may have had a, a year, maybe a little bit more than that. No, I think it's more. Anyway, I've had a, a pretty decent amount of time. Multiple times in my life, people have like thanked me for my service and then asked me about the Wounded Warrior Project. <laughs> and I'm very comfortable like in any situation, so I'm always like, like thank you for saying that, and like, I'm appreciative of their service too, but I, I did not serve in the military. I bought this car, used, it was already on there. And every time, I'm like, should I take that sticker down? I, like, consider it every time, but I also feel like that might be more disrespectful to, like, take it off the car. And I don't really even understand the Wounded Warrior Project and, like, those that support the Wounded Warriors. I don't even really understand it. So even if somebody were, like, to try to spark a conversation with me about it, I couldn't even have an intelligent conversation. I really couldn't. But I do know that I am appreciative of the people that have served in the military before me and currently do to give me the great life that I have. I'm so supportive of that and thankful for it. So it seems counterproductive for me to take it off my car. And it it doesn't happen like so often to where it's like a a problem, you know, where like recruiters are calling me now and saying, we've got reports that you're carrying that your, your car has this sticker on it and we think you should consider joining the military. That's not happening. And trust me it shouldn't happen. I would give up my life for my country I would, but it would be very unheroic. I am not built for it. If they want to plan some sort of elaborate military showing or parade, I'm your guy. I could do that in a week, easy. I'll plan the parade, be the best parade you've ever seen. Uh the and like the ter- in terms of like going to boot camp and like shooting a gun, being strong and like Macho, you got the wrong guy. The most macho thing about me is that I know that I'm not that guy. When I go to the gym, you know how I blend in? I don't say a single word. Some guys blend in, they get like huge, you know, and they lift a lot of weight. Like, I'm blending in. No, what I do is I act like I'm some of the weights. You see the bars that you lift, uh, you do like bench press on? I could pose as one of those. Sometimes people just pick me up and start bench pressing me. I just consider it an ab workout. You know? They give me free memberships some months if I do enough of them. So anyway, I don't know if I should take the sticker off. I kind of think I should leave it on. Like, this guy stopped me today. The whole reason I said this because it happened to me at the grocery store earlier. And he's like a super nice guy. And... I was just like putting my groceries away in my car and he actually was already in his car. He got out and came up to me and was like, are you a part, are you a dead warrior? And I said, no, sir, I'm, I'm not. I actually just bought this car used. It already had the sticker on it. And he said, oh, okay. I just wanted to ask because we support them financially. And I was like, how cool is that? That's so awesome that like you cared enough that you were going to like bring it to my attention and like thank me for it. And I said, <laughs> I don't remember like exactly what I said, but I was like, no, you know, I'm not, I want to worry about this car used. And he was like, I support them. And I was like, well, thank you for supporting. Like I'm, th- I, that's really awesome. But I, you know, it doesn't benefit me. Uh, and I was like, thank you. And then that was it, but it was just like genuinely a nice thing. So I think I, I like enjoy those interactions enough that I'm just going to leave it on there. Um, I've complained about ads like a lot on this podcast, like multiple episodes. Um, Like there's my notes app has ads on it that I post or I write down podcast stuff every week on, which is super annoying. Um, But I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I got an ad for the apartment complex that I currently live in. How does that happen? How is it? How can we send people to the moon? No. You know what? Let me back up. How can we... I watched a video one time of a space mission where we launched like some kind of lab, some laboratory thing that had to attach to the International Space Station. This thing was unmanned. Unmanned means there was no humans on it. No one driving it. They launched it from somewhere, let's just say Houston, Texas, or somewhere in Florida, wherever the heck they do uh, space missions. And this unmanned lab flew up in the air. Somehow they were able to time it so it like intersected with the space station. And then it plugged in to the space station. I watched it. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. And we can do that. But somehow you can't filter out my Instagram ads for things that I've already purchased in my life. I don't need to see advertisements from my own apartment complex. If you want to know about it, I'm happy to tell you about it. I love living here. They take too long to change my light bulbs. Okay? And we had a loose door handle for the first three weeks. But it's a great location, great amenities, and beautiful place. It is. But stop showing me it on on Instagram. I can't stand that. It's not even like... I don't even care about the content of that. I don't. I, I care that we haven't mastered targeted marketing plans I like I just gave you an example of the most technologically advanced thing that humankind has ever done by attaching whatever the heck that lab thing was to the International Space Station how about the fact that there's a space station that just lives in the air and they do research and people just live up there forever not forever the most is like a year and I, I think there, there's a woman up there that's like set the records like over a year whatever How about the fact that we can do that but you can't filter my ads to like talk about I don't I don't want the ads at all but if you're going to put them on there at least try to sell me on something i don't have try to sell me on some membership to a golf course or a new pair of swimming goggles or something i i can't be the only one that that sees the discrepancy there I'll talk, Okay, you talk about a perfect segue. Uh, here's a discrepancy that I will never be able to give over and I, get over. And I've given some strong opinions on this on this episode, which I'm fine with. And I, most of my strong opinions, I will stick by, and I feel like are justified. Uh, I was at the hospital recently, so I had a niece. Actually, my first niece um, was born on. I want to say yeah, Thursday last Thursday. Uh, her name's Evie Jane. And, uh, so she was born, my, my older sister had her, um, I'm not going to get into it on here. Like if you, if you know me personally, I probably told you about Evie already, but she's the most amazing thing that's probably ever happened to me. Um, but anyway, cause we were out at the hospital for a long time. And the first thing I noticed when I got to the hospital, so I had to drive to my sister's town that she lives in and, uh. So I got out of the car, and and I was, I was by myself and walking into the hospital. And the first thing I noticed on, like, this main sidewalk that goes into the hospital is that there's cigarette butts everywhere. Everywhere. I don't mean I saw, like, two or three of them scattered, and the wind had just blown them there. No. It was, like, hundreds, literal hundreds of cigarette butts. And here's my strong opinion that I am not ashamed of. If you are, if there are that many people smoking consistently outside of a hospital, I don't know that you deserve to be able to get treatment. I mean, that is, I mean, I I truly can't fathom that decision making. I don't even know why the hospital allows it. I guess they're not allowed, I don't know, maybe you're not allowed to police stuff in the parking lot, but like, can you imagine Allowing somebody to go outside, which I mean, cigarettes have proven to be one of the most like directly related to cancer things in their world. Not even to cancer, but just like any kind of lung illness and like mouth issues. And then they're like the place that you would get treated for those things. You're basically rolling it up and just smoking it and saying you don't care. I, I don't I don't that makes no sense to me sense to me, and that's I'm not even going to elaborate on that anymore, but that's crazy. What I also noticed about hospitals is that they're basically malls for sick people. That's exactly what it is. Like, this hospital had a store in it, and if you've ever been in a hospital, in any hospital in any place in America, and maybe even the world, I haven't been to hospitals outside of America, but definitely in the U.S., they all have this store in there that looks the exact same. It looks like the living room of your grandmother that has been updated since the 1970s. That's what it looks like. And it's just teddy bears and pink and blue balloons and like vases and flowers. I don't know. It's always called something weird. Like the morning dew or seasons seasons meetings. You know, it's like weird, weird, like creepy names. And they all look the same. There's like a 75-year-old woman that works in there every time. Somehow she has every shift and never takes a day off. And then they have like a cafeteria in there, which like nine times out of ten has a Chick-fil-A. This hospital actually didn't, but most of them do. Um, and they'll have like, they got TVs everywhere. They got all kinds of like, you can buy scrubs in there. They got vending machines for days. And, you know, it's like it's like a actually, you know, it's like it's more like a mall for uh, people in prison is more as like what it is, because every door is locked like you are going to like it's on lockdown, you know, like there's a shooter in there or something. And I mean, we had to scan. I had to like buzz in to get to the hallway just to get to the hallway. My sister was on every time, every time I left. And I don't know who has the job of, like, opening it, but that would be mad annoying. It's just people in and out all the time. And you have to buzz in every time and, like, say the name and the room number of the person that you're with. But I say it's, like, a mall because there's just, like, endless, like, opportunity there. There's, like, stores and, like, food. Like, tons of people walking around. Some people are just, like, doing laps, you know, like you see in the mall. Some people are just, like, sitting at tables, killing time, playing cards, you know? I used to work in the mall and there's these old dudes that uh, showed up every morning at the exact same time and played cards every day. What a life. Can you imagine? Just like four of your best friends. You like barely can talk anymore. You don't have any teeth, but you just meet up every day at the mall to play cards. They got Chick-fil-A. We had Chick-fil-A in the mall. And uh, yeah, they they got Chick-fil-A and played cards. I never met them, but we would just like watch them. And it's like the slowest card players ever. You know, I think they only played like one game and they were there for like three hours. So um, I'm going to wrap this up, actually, uh, get close to 30 minute mark. But I want to mention something before uh, we officially end this episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in again. This is the first of all podcast. Um, We do this every week. uh, Make sure you like us on Facebook and um, share the episode there. If you liked it Um, but what I want to mention is we have this new feature on the app uh, that you can actually support us Um, so you can just uh, give donations if you just want to support us and and kind of keep this going Uh, we spend a little bit of money to do this every week Uh, it's mostly for fun Um, but we also just like really love doing it for you guys so uh, there is a way you can support on the anchor app Uh, and then also of course we we have some ads that run um, we get some kickback on those, too, if they're interacted with. So um, if you guys are interested in our, first of all, shirts, uh, which I teased on the Facebook page, um, or think that you deserve one, um, let me know. You also can just buy one if you want. Uh, they're 20 bucks, and I would love to get you one. Um, so, yeah, just uh, reach out to me on Facebook or if you have my number and let me know. Um, but, yeah, we we appreciate all the listens every week. and. Uh, how much you guys seem to really enjoy it. Of course, we do it just for that. But uh, if you also want to support in other ways, you're, uh, we now have that feature. So uh, we'd love for you guys to take advantage of it. Uh, we will see you guys uh, next Thursday with more uh, amazing uh, non-stop content. Have a great week, guys.